Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson. Pete, how the devil are you? I'm good. I've uh, spent the last couple of days being quite outdoorsy, uh, even though the weather's turned uh, back a little cold after a lovely weekend in the sunshine. Um, I have fixed a park bench. (laughs) We've got a park bench in our garden, and it's rotten. Um, uh, you know, it, people have not been keeping the upkeep on it. They've not been oiling it with, uh, I think they call it Dutch or Swedish oil or something. Um, <laughs> but I have bought such Swedish oil. I have also went to B&Q for some spare wood uh, and I've uh, fixed it up and it looks very nice and I painted it. So I'm quite pleased and satisfied with my work this week. Wow. Um, what have you done with yourself, you dirty boy? I know, over the years, it's great. When you you go back to the start of this podcast three years ago, we always hear what you're doing, right? And it used to be, because you used mm. to live in Soho, in the heart of London, like the busiest place mm. in like Europe, you used to have just drunkards walk past your house and just throw things through your letterbox and cause all sorts of mayhem. I know how far yeah. you've come since those days, Pete. Now you've, you're living in the countryside, in a castle, fixing benches... It's such a transition, you know. Your life has really come a long way in the last three years. I can, look, I can, I can um, roll the punches and um, change up what I'm up to. I am a social chameleon. Yes, a social chameleon. Well, I've got some good news for you, Pete. Um, for those of you who have been long-time okay. listeners of the podcast, you'll know that Pete Donaldson loves his coolish ice cream. Um, for those of you who don't know what that is, mm. it's ice cream in a pouch that melts as you hold it when you pull it out of a freezer and it tastes <laughs> rather bland but nevertheless Pete loves it and uh, he's gone a, mm. you've gone a good few months without mentioning it so I'm quite impressed but uh, just this morning yeah I know received an email from Mr Lotte himself um, it begins <laughs> and it's great news Pete get ready it says dear Mr Donaldson and Mr right. Broad I'm delighted to write to you with pleasure from Lotte Tower headquarters in Korea with an exciting opportunity for Peter my name is Mr Lotte and I am the CEO of Lotte who manufacture and cultivate the coolish brand product of ice cream word has arrived at my desk from social media divisions who state that Pete is an avid evangelist of my products this is very nice thank you I 
understanding between the team uh, who have informed me that Pete is a voice talent with interest in device diversifying into video game voice acting. This is most separate serendipitous and the basis upon which I write to you. Video game advertising <laughs> or advert games are a recognised avenue through which products can be elevated within the public consciousness. Research and development teams have created one such game and simply need a voice actor from the ep- eponymous brand hero known as Coolish Sam. Uh, what is Korean product? Why is Coolish Sam? Uh, hum- humbly come to you with a proposal, Peter. Would you lend your talents to our brand hero? You're the only one for this job. We are to record only English line voices for this video game and it's an opportunity for you to launch a famous video game voice acting career. Without you, this dream cannot be realised, but with you, you will find you will be the voice of Coolish San around the planet. Very excited to hear from you about this. Uh, in order to move things swiftly, I will organise your trip to the voice acting studio within the UK. Thank you intensely. Warmest regards, Mr Lotte himself. What do you make of that, Pete? Is this the game changer <laughs> you've been waiting for? Yeah, I mean, I read this at 7 o'clock in the morning when I got up, and um, I can't help but think that uh, I I was in, I was excited, I was ready to go, um, but unfortunately, um, then I noticed um, that the email address is coolish.videogame at gmail.com. Now... (laughs) I'm not going to cast aspersions on on Mr. Lotte, the head of the Korean uh, ice cream uh, conglomerate, Um, but I think he's probably got people who could set him up an official uh, official website uh, email uh, domain. So... And and also his name was Chris Borad uh, on the message as well. So he's he's clearly used this before <laughs> for different projects, for different Chris Broad baiting projects. Um, but look, if the offer is true, if it's not going to involve me going to a industrial estate on the outskirts of Romford to get my liver taken out uh, or my kidneys taken out, um, I am game. I am indeed game. <laughs> I mean, I, when the email came through, right? I I got like one or two paragraphs in. I was like, "Wow, this is is this it? Has Pete finally done it?" And that's the sad truth. I was like, <laughs> I, "I'm so gullible." I thought, "Wow, Lotte finally reached out to us after a million years of bagging on about <laughs> coolish bloody ice cream, only for it to quickly fall apart uh, at the realization that Mr. Lotte has probably got better things to do." And I don't think the CEO is even called mm. Mr. Lotte, but I'll have to check that out later on. Um, we still haven't had any uh... any. Anything really come to us, have we? All the products we've shouted out over the years. Kit Kats, Lotte, is that it? What else have we shouted out? We've shouted out quite a lot, though. Uh, Booze. Just general booze. JAL, the airline, ANA, British Airways. We got nothing. Nothing. We had nothing. Nothing. Rubbish, isn't it? Dear, dear. Well, we've got a story of the week, and it's from Jason from Cheltenham in the UK. Uh, and it involves Ooh. a rather nice man at a restaurant, uh, a rather surreal interaction. It's been a kid's hello, Chris and Pete, long-time follower of the YouTube channel and podcast. I travelled to Japan in 2018 with my then-girlfriend, now fiancé, and two of our close friends. We met up for a tour in Tokyo with a group of 20 people from around the world. We went to Kamakura, the ancient capital with the nice uh, Buddha statue. The mm. strangest and most surreal thing happened, though, while we were there. We'd been on the beach, and the whole group and had decided to split off and look for a restaurant for dinner. As the sun was starting to go down with our shoes and socks in hand, we crossed the road and found a restaurant overlooking the beach and considered eating there. Struggling to brush the sand off our feet, 
I decided to sit on the steps of the restaurant uh, when a Japanese man approached me and gestured for me to follow him. My friends watched in hysterics and disbelief as I followed him away from the restaurant, none of us having any clue what was going on. After following, following him for a few minutes, we were out of sight of the restaurant and in a small residential street. The man walked into the garden of a property and gestured for me to follow him again, which I did. Very brave of you, Jason. Uh, he then pointed at one of the garden chairs and I sat down. Uh, at this point, he went into the house and came back out with a towel. He then proceeded to wash my feet with a hosepipe and then dry them for me. Uh, at long last, I was able to put my socks and shoes back on with ease. Uh, with my almost non-existent Japanese, I was able to say, Arigato gozaimasu. And that, as they say, was that. He smiled at me and then escorted me uh, back to my friends to the restaurant uh, and they were all still laughing their heads off, albeit with a slight concern as to where I'd been. Um, the man then escorted us into the restaurant and to a table. It transpired that he was in fact the manager of the restaurant and we had an amazing meal uh, and most of the folks came there to eat as well. We stayed for several hours eating and drinking and had a wonderful time before heading back to our hostel. A kind man with an excellent way of getting us to eat in his restaurant. I'm not sure uh, <laughs> if washing strangers' feet is it's commonplace in Japan, but it is a memory which will stay with me forever. Thanks for all you do, Jason from Cheltenham. What do you make of that, Pete? Have you had your feet washed with a hose pipe by a stranger before you went in a restaurant? <laughs> I haven't, no, but it's uh, it's almost biblical, isn't it? It's a little bit um, like Mary washing Jesus' feet with her hair, um, which is quite quite the way to get someone into, into the restaurant for a bit, <laughs> bit, bit of nosh. It's, I, I wouldn't necessarily want someone who just washed my feet to go and cook me some food, but I hope he washed his hands. <laughs> weird, weird situation. <laughs> I love that. I love the uh, the religious undertones there. Washing his yeah, feet in the house. massively. Although it probably wasn't quite as glamorous when he came out swinging a, a big green hose pipe and just washed his feet off. But, like, that's great, isn't it? I've, I, I've never had anything happen like that for me. Never. It's, it's wonderful. No. You, you rarely see a shoe buff. In Japanese hotels, they're not interested. (laughs) Beautiful, a lovely tale there. And it ties in nicely with our story of the week about another heartwarming tale. Uh, But I don't know if you can class the last story as heartwarming. It's kind of of nice but also strange, isn't it? The whole host pipe deal. Foot washing. Foot washing. Heartwarming, foot washing. This one is similar. It's truly heartwarming, uh, but also raises a few questions. Um, A Japanese man donates, uh, has been donating large bags of cash to local schools in Nara City near Osaka before disappearing without a trace. Which is interesting because in the West, right, we have uh, millionaires donating all their money to art galleries and colleges and things. No one. They want their name on it, don't they? (laughs) Put my name on it. Donaldson Library. But in Japan, mm. they don't. Uh, and this guy, so, three schools across Nara City received a surprise visitor on the afternoon of February 24th. A man, believed to be in his 70s, briefly uh, briefly spoke to staff, saying, please, use this for the children, before handing over plastic bags containing 30 million yen, $100,000. Uh, he visited an elementary school, a junior high school, and a high school, donating 10 million yen to each. Uh, staff attempted to chase down the old man, but were unable to catch him. The money is now... Now in the hands of the Nara City Board of Education. Well, they'll use it for educational activities at the schools. Um, before we carry on, what do you make of that, Pete? Is that nice? Is that great? Or is it a little bit shady that a plastic bag filled with cash is being handed over? Before, How could they not even catch the guy? Uh, if he's in his 70s, he's not going to be sprinting <laughs> down exactly, the street yeah, of Nara, he? is he? 
No, exactly. And also you sort of think, well, look, if you have a sudden cash injection and you're, <laughs> you're splashing the cash left, right and centre, there will be questions asked. Where have you got that money from? Is it money laundering? Is it, uh, are you a drug dealer? Um, and so what the stu- you say, old man gives money to school for children's education. I see drug dealer <laughs> offloading laundered money to kids to spend on FIFA coins. That's what I'm seeing on this story. But I'm just a born cynic. Cynical I'm a glass half empty kind of guy. Cynical man. Yeah. You've spent too much time in London and Hartlepool, Pete. There are there are good people out there. <laughs> I'd love to. I'd, I mean, uh, if somebody came up to me, a seventy year old man with a plastic bag filled with a hundred thousand dollars, and then I was sort of standing there holding it, and he's running off down the street. I'm gonna. Cut, I'm not gonna really mm. chase after him and give it back, am I? I'm, oh no! Oh, I can't catch him now. I've got to keep all the money. Oh, oh, he's going too fast with his walking stick. Uh, but the identity of the man's unknown. Um, but apparently, acts like this are far from uncommon in Japan, thanks to a 1960s anime protagonist and professional wrestler uh, Naoto Date, better known as Tiger Mask. Um, this Tiger Mask Tiger character, Masku. right? He used to carry out acts, anonymous acts of uh, kindness, usually to schools or orphanages, and people have been doing this for years, mimicking this Tiger Mask character. And uh, apparently, it's not even the first time in Nara um, that anonymous donations have been made like this. Like back in December, there was another donation of two hundred thousand dollars towards coronavirus prevention measures um well no one knows for sure they think it might even be the same man um but uh whatever his motives hopefully the money gets used in the right way and hopefully it'll inspire other tiger mask characters to uh go and pick up this alter ego put on a mask donate all your money to a school it's <laughs> so surreal love it I, uh, I've, I've seen one of the uh, Tiger Masks live. Obviously, it's a, it's a character that's been used by a lot of people. But yeah. um, I think I met the fifth Tiger Mask. No way. Uh, obviously, this character's been running since since ancient sort of post-war times. Um, but yeah, I, I met the I met the the most recent one. He was doing a signing uh, at Curricken Hall, and he was uh, he looked a bit lonely to be honest. Oh, <laughs> it's a man wearing an old mask, stinking. It's beautiful. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> is it an act of altruism? Is it something more sinister? I don't know. All I know is we just don't know. lots of kids have just got hundreds of thousands of dollars, so hopefully it'll be used in all yeah. the right ways. But uh, I think Japan has a problem with charity. Leave our coins. I, yeah. I think, mm. from what I heard, uh, charity giving isn't really a thing in Japan. If you And I need to get the statistics, so I'll do it in an upcoming podcast, I think. But uh, I remember that uh, Japan has, like, a really low turnout for people donating money. I'm not sure why that is. Historically, mm. it's just never really been a thing. But if you compare, like, Japan to mm. the UK and the US, it's really low when it comes to charitable giving. Right. Um, yeah, historically, yeah, it's just been very low. But uh, maybe he can turn and, that and, out. I mean, in, Amer- in America... In America, that's the healthcare system, isn't it? Well, yeah. <laughs> it's just <laughs> you break no, both your legs, you got you get a GoFundMe, get a GoFundMe up and running, and uh, that's how it works. And people, just random strangers, have to donate. It <laughs> it's not even a joke, as well. Like over the years, I get I've I've gotten a lot of GoFundMe campaigns along those lines. I was, you know, oh yeah, ever since I I think I, one year I, into doing I, this, and I'm... I got my first one from someone saying, oh, "I like your videos. I've mm. broken my arm. Can you help me?" And I was like, uh, "What? Mm. Like I I didn't know this was a thing." There was a there was a last last week, and I'm a sucker for a for a for a good story. There was a, there was a last young lass who uh, who needed new ear um, what do you call them um, ear aids ear aids, and uh, I'd stuck in a yeah. 
Stuck in a small amount there, but I, 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 you know, I didn't know from Adam, but it's just, it's just, you know, it's, it's difficult. It is difficult in the US to get any sort of level of of care. It's, it's, and and, and you do have to kind of be quite generous. Um, it's bad enough here, but it's twice as bad in the US, unfortunately. Unless you're well off. Oh well. I understand if you're if you're well off, best mm. healthcare around, right? And you don't have any uh, pre pre existing conditions. Insurance. Get the Tiger King over there. He'll sort it out. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right yeah. back after this for the fax machine. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This week at Sukarnov. On Clash of the Titles, things got a little awkward when Alex, Vicky and Chris discussed the Incredible Hulk going to the hairdressers. Have you never had a haircut? And gone, oh, that is not what I asked for. I can't remember what it's like to go to the hairdressers. Oh, God, sorry, sorry. That's triggering, sorry. That's on me. Bad move, yeah, bad move. Yeah, that is on you. Yeah. Absolutely, I didn't, I forgot. I forgot. Because we haven't seen you for such a yeah. long time. We forgot you've got no <laughs> I'm hair. I'm still poor. So. Yeah, it hasn't grown back <laughs> magically since we last spoke. And over on Football Ramble presents the On the Continent team have been keeping you across all the European knockouts as well as a possible title race in League Earn as well. Icardi can be so frustrating because he can be just one of the most impressive finishers. But you know, when he's not quite on it, he's kind of like the David Blaine in football. Like he spends a lot of time in a box not doing anything. <laughs> Find Clash of the Titles and Football Ramble presents on your favourite podcast player and listen now. All that... And a whole lot more at Sukarnov. And we're back to the fax machine. What have we got this week, Mr. Donaldson? 
We got a message from Jared from Utah in America. I've been a fan of the Brunch Band channel for many years and recently discovered the podcast. Good on you, Jared. So I've been listening to them while I work. I always wanted to go to Japan and virus pending. Hope to finally do that next year if the world is open. Recently... I caught Chris's live stream on his second channel and he said he wants to visit uh, Utah in the US and I was curious to ask why Utah? Having lived there my all life, I, uh, there are some things I enjoy about the state but I was curious uh, about you know what, what it attracts uh, for you um, I'll, I'll start the sentence again I was curious, what about it attracts you? Again, it's not it's not well written, even worse read out, apologies Jared uh, <laughs> thanks for the amazing YouTube content thank you Chris and Pete for the fantastic podcast why do you like Utah so much? If you like Utah so much why don't you bloody go and live there Chris Broad <laughs> I, d- I, I a few months ago I spent like a whole day on Google Earth and my Google Earth travelling took me to America and I found myself in Utah and I was looking at Monument Valley and then I went across to Zion National Park just the scenery really it's the scenery of Utah that looks out of this mm. world and I've never been anywhere that looks like that from my knowledge, I don't think... Yeah, I've never right. been anywhere like that. And it just it just looks incredible. Yeah, Zion National Park in the mountains looks stunning. Uh, Monument Valley. I'd just like to get a car and drive around there. The sort of... The southern end of Utah, quite, quite close to Las Vegas, and then over into Arizona. And, of course, near that neck of the woods, you've also got the Grand Canyon. So, yeah, mainly scenery. I don't know a great deal about Utah. Um, I've got quite a few viewers from there who seem pretty awesome, and listeners as well. But uh, yeah, no, I, I'd, I'd love to go for the scenery. I'd love to do um, like a, a cross journey across America with Natsuki uh, or something, and just have like some shots of us oh, driving through lo- Utah. He'd love that. He'd love it. We've always wanted to do him it. with a big like Natsuki. Natsuki with a big ten gallon hat. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Natsuki really bloody wants to go to the US more than anywhere, more than anything. He wants to go right. there, and uh, you know, I've always wanted to drive across it. Um, I still can't believe how bloody big it is. Whenever I look at it on a map mm. and you compare the UK to the US, like the US, the UK is just a joke. It's like half the size of bloody <laughs> a, sliver, a slither of bloody Florida. So, uh, yeah, no, I'd love to go across the US in general, but uh, Utah in particular, the scenery looks incredible. You've never been in that neck of the woods, have you, Pete? I know you've been around a fair bit. I've been... I've been... I've been to Vegas, drove from... Um some San Francisco to, to to Las Vegas, but I didn't go any further than that. East. You didn't go to the Grand but, uh, Canyon. Yeah, it just it just didn't go to the Grand Canyon. Nah. No, I didn't have time. It was uh, I was off to to, to to do a wedding. Weirdly enough, um, ah. but uh, yeah, but again, very very sort of nothing there until you get to the cities. It's really interesting how they've uh, kind of laid it out. It's crazy. Like there's entire regions that are the size of the UK, but there's just nothing there, like a field, just a mountain. It's just like that. That's mind boggling. That's what, uh, terrifying. I hate to sort of like beat, you know, I hate to beat everyone uh, like the US around the head, but I do think it's very strange when, you know, uh, their anti, the, the, the conservative politicians and their anti-immigration stance is so weak because you're like, mate, I've been to so many villages, so many towns that are just dead. No one's there anymore. They've moved to the cities. Put them in there. Put the people from bloody... Ve- put the caravans in, in uh, to, to a patch of land that, that, that you're not using for anything else. It's ridiculous how much space you've got, guys. How dare you? Put them in a caravan. In a field. <laughs> so much room. In Utah. Immigration policy of Pete Donaldson. Sorted. <laughs> but, you know, I'd love to go to Utah. And uh, hopefully sometime in the next, I don't know, year or two, we can... We can make that happen. We got one here from Gabby, 
uh, who says, Good day, Chris and Pete. Greetings from sunny Brisbane, Australia. In the last podcast, somebody wrote uh, about leaving their wallet and passport on a night bus. So I figured I'd write in and tell my story about when my boyfriend lost his wallet in Tokyo. Oh, God. So we were heading in a taxi to a small bar in Asakusa, known as the Wolf Bar. Uh, pictures attached as to why it's called that. <laughs> and indeed, there is a photo of uh, three cocktails and a man with a wolf mask waving at the oh. cocktails. Um, I don't know anything nice. else about it. Have you heard of this, Pete? It's very much Pete Donaldson territory. Wolf Bar. No, I mean, it, uh, the, the, the picture that's, that, that's appended. Um, <laughs> they, they went to this bar in Asakusa um, for an after party for a convention they attended in Toyohashi which makes me think it might they might be furries or something <laughs> <laughs> it does look pretty uh, well that, uh, yeah we'll carry on we get we get out the taxi at Asakusa station and head to the bar we get to the bar and say hello to everyone my boyfriend reaches for his wallets to, uh, to buy the round only to realise it wasn't there panic quickly ensues as his wallet contained all his cash for the trip uh, with help from our new Japanese friends we call up the taxi company on the receipt and just before my partner almost had a breakdown in a Tokyo side street we get a message from our friends saying the wallet has been found we just needed to go to the taxi depot to retrieve it in the morning we enjoyed our night at the wolf bar uh, and head home for the night um, and we headed out with the crack of dawn to the taxi depot uh, we had a train at 10am to Hiroshima to catch uh, which was a 45 minute taxi ride outside of Tokyo we arrive and uh, simulasen our way into the building excuse me excuse me as soon as I walk in I notice I'm being looked at funny by the workers at the depot not in a new uh, not in a kind of ugh, gaijin foreigner way but more of a sly bemused kind of way haha yeah of course it's the gaijin who lost the wallet I think sarcastically to myself as we successfully retrieve the wallet get back into a taxi and head to the train station on the trip back my partner starts to check everything was in his wallet and stops and his eyes go wide as he covers his mouth with his hand in disbelief what I ask and he slowly turns the wallet towards me to reveal, sitting in the wallet's clear display f- display window, is a Polaroid picture we had taken together in a hotel room uh, back home with me topless in red skimpy lingerie. <laughs> no wonder the men in the depot were looking at me so weirdly. Oh dear. Uh, all the best guys, <laughs> Gabby. Good God. That's a bold move, putting a topless like- image of your girlfriend, uh- <laughs> in a, of your partner in a, in a wallet. That everyone can see. Oh, mate, that is so funny. I think, I mean, to be, I mean, fair play to Gabby. She's like, I don't give a shit. But he's the one who's embarrassed. <laughs> she's the one with, in the lingerie. Wonderful. Oh, I got a lot of time for that story. Great stuff. Imagine the taxi driver's <laughs> face as he picks up the wallet. He's like, oh, fuck, you know, not again. And the foreigner's forgotten their wallet. Oh, what's this? Oh, that's a bonus. Yeah, probably made his, probably made the week <laughs> of the taxi driver. There's the tip. It's a great little story for him, isn't it? Crikey. Keep the stories, questions, <laughs> comments coming into Abroad Japan Podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back to do it all over again on Wednesday, guys. But for now, no matter where you might be out there in the big wide world, enjoy the rest of your week and we'll see you then. Have a good one. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the ACAST Creative Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.